Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Please visit audiblepodcast.com slash critical hit for your free audiobook download. Hello, Critical Hit fans. It is Steven Schleicher from Majorspoilers.com. First of all, I want to say I'm sorry for the audio quality last week. I did tell you, though, that it was going to be rough riding. Uh, but that was honestly as good as we could get it after several hours of massaging the signal. Um, I wish I could tell you how it happened or why it happened, but I had many lengthy conversations this past week with audio engineers, and none of them had ever seen anything like it. Even the engineer who specializes in audio restoration and cleanup was left scratching his head. In any case, this week's audio has some rough patches as well, but I think it sounds a lot better than last time. Uh, so this, so you'll have some audio problems this time. Then the only other time that we have audio problems is in episode 312. And then after that, it's smooth sailing. And yes, if you were paying attention to that number, we are farther ahead than episode 312. This is episode 308, by the way. You learn a little bit more about the characters in the show this week, but for those wondering, we've also posted a short description of the three new characters on the podcast posting page over at Majorspoilers.com. If you want to see the character sheets for the new players, you can see them now at members.majorspoilers.com. You will need to be a silver member or higher if you want access to them. And I do want to thank everyone who is a Major Spoilers VIP. Your small monthly contribution allows us to consult with engineers, buy new microphones for the players, and to keep the servers running that bring this show to you each and every week. If you aren't a VIP, now's a great time to become one. Just point your browser to members.majorspoilers.com and sign up today. I really do thank you for your support. Today's show is brought to you by audiblepodcast.com slash critical hit. Audible is the Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment, information, and educational programming. Content from Audible is downloadable and playable on your PC, your CD, or an iPod player. Audible has hundreds of thousands of hours of audio programming, and there's definitely something there that you will enjoy. If you followed our San Diego Comic-Con coverage at Major Spoilers last week, you may have noticed that Audible is adapting the comic book series Lock and Key by Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez. They're turning it into a full-blown audio drama, and I can't tell you how excited I am about that. There will be over 50 voice actors, including Haley Joel Osment, Stephen King, and Tatiana Maslany. And best of all, this audiobook adaptation arrives in October. And now is a great time to get a free audiobook download and start your free trial by going to audiblepodcast.com slash critical hit. That's audiblepodcast.com slash critical hit. I want to thank Audible for sponsoring this episode of Critical Hit. I also want to give you a quick programming note. We will not be releasing an episode of Critical Hit on August 1st, 2015. That's because we'll be attending the Nerdtacular event in Snowbird, Utah that weekend. We do have a major spoilers slash Critical Hit panel scheduled for Saturday, August 1st at 2.30 p.m. Mountain Time. And that event, from my understanding, is that it will be streamed live. So if you can't make it to Nerdtacular, I'm going to post a live stream up on the Major Spoilers website. And as soon as I have the audio file... I will post it to the podcast feed so you can download and listen to it at your leisure. That wraps it up for this week. We record even more episodes of Critical Hit this Wednesday. And if you like spoilers, then you might want to watch our Twitter feeds, as you may see a few sending spells pop up now and again. At Major Spoilers is the official Major Spoilers Twitter feed, but you can also watch for the hashtag Critical Hit for other bits of Critical Hit information. I want to thank you again for being part of the Major Spoilers experience and listening to our show. So let's get to it, shall we? Have a great week, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Major Spoilers VIP members. Thank you for your support of Major Spoilers and the Major Spoilers Podcast Network. If you would like to become a bronze, silver, or gold VIP member, 
Go to members.majorspoilers.com for more information. Welcome to Critical Hit, a Major Spoilers podcast. Thank you for downloading and thank you for sharing this episode with a friend. Welcome back to the uh, to the main season. Welcome back to the legacy of the ghosts, legacy of ghosts. And um, just before we get started, uh, how many of you have used Roll Twenty before for D and D sessions? Now we used Roll Twenty when we did our Fate system, mm-hmm. um, but has everybody used Roll Twenty before uh, for D and D campaign? Yes. Uh, yes, but not for. Yeah, but oh, yeah, yeah. but only. Uh, some of us only a few times because actually these three mm-hmm. uh, Sam, Casey, and George played in a game that I ran. Ah, okay. And it was two sessions, I want to say. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, do you guys? Plus, they might. Plus, uh, George ran a Call of Cthulhu game over Roll Twenty. That oh, I played okay. In. All right. And so, uh, I'm wondering: Do you think that Roll Twenty speeds up combat, or do you think that Roll Twenty is still kind of um, the same as far as combat playing out and and time. I, I know a lot of people used uh, had said before that Roll Twenty will certainly speed up your combat. And I had mentioned to Rodrigo before we started this game that I thought that having to type everything out seemed to take a lot longer than rolling a die. But then he pointed out, especially for my character, you can use your up and down arrow and and scroll back through your stuff. But what do you what do you guys think? There's, I mean, the setup I think takes longer because you've got a do what you can't, you know, you're dealing with everything in a virtual space, so that's kind of weird. But do you, do you know about the dice roller tool on the side? Uh, I do see a little dice a little uh, a die symbol there. Yeah, if you click on it, it'll open up a, a table that lets you um, do basic dice rolls. And then it's one thing that's cool that I've been using is you, it logs your last 10 dice rolls. Oh, okay. So you can just click, oh, here's my 1d20 plus oh, 18, okay. and you roll. And so, you know, for all your basic attacks that you do, it'll keep those in the system. So that can be pretty quick. Yeah, and you can just keep that open and move it wherever. Oh, yeah, the... that's neat. I like that. Okay. Yeah, I've, yeah not, I've not used this a whole lot, except for I think the first time was with the Fate game, although I'd played around with it just a little bit before that. But, um, okay, that makes a lot more sense uh, for people, or at least for me. Well, yeah, case... I, I quickly decided that the dice roller was the way to go. I've been uh, using that all night. Okay, cool. All right. And what about you, Casey? Do you think uh, combat is is faster or about the same as as playing with regular dice? Um, well, obviously, there's the benefit of playing with people that aren't in your area, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. I enjoy that, like being able to actually see the dice rolls and not having to be like, "What did you roll?" Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and certainly, I think I think the biggest benefit for roll twenty compared to and and obviously Matthew is not here, but it's so much easier to play at a distance where we're not having to worry about. Do we have a camera set up just right? Do we have the mat just right? Do we have enough light? I mean, um, you know, Rodrigo knows there used to be a light that I had mounted right above the table for years. Uh, we were we used to tan so weird, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> just so that we could just so we could get good clear pictures. And now we can just do screen caps. Now, granted, it doesn't have the miniatures, which are really I think a lot of fun. But but it does allow can you. It. But it does allow you to load load in custom. Yeah avatars mm-hmm. so it's that i mean we yeah. love our uh the miniatures that mm-hmm. uh, our fans sent us mm-hmm. 
but uh, this allows us, I mean, there's actually nothing stopping you from taking a picture of your uh, miniature and using that as your avatar. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That is right. Although we do have some great art this year. Yes. Um, thanks to uh, to Alex. Um, Daikon. Stipplemaster. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can find that on uh, DeviantArt is where mm-hmm. he hangs out a lot and does some great stuff over there. Um, but you guys aren't here to talk about Roll20. We are here to play a game. And uh, Rodrigo, why don't you uh, get us started here? Okay. So last time on critical hit, um, that's okay. I'll get the hang of it. (laughs) Although the actual group, our previous group never got the hang of it. Yeah, that's true too. uh, Yeah. um, So, um, yes. Um, Oram was instructing some of his students when suddenly they were attacked by some uh, vicious masked uh, assassins. They were helped by one of these masked assassins, who turns out to have been some kind of double agent, also a bird. Um, And uh, after taking out the majority of them and subduing one of them, uh, they also discovered that they had kidnapped a uh, tiny hedgehog and were using it as a guide to get around the Feywild. Um, Now they are traveling back to the keep proper, um, and they are tr- going to try to piece everything together and get to the bottom of this. Um, so we'll start there. On the way to the keep, uh, Orem can see... Well, we'll start with this. So um, very quickly, uh, Little Sparkle is able to see the keep. She can also see that even though... like the group will just like turn at weird angles as they're moving towards it, but it still somehow gets closer, even though a lot of the time you're not moving towards it. Um, and that's just weird Feywild navigation, which seems completely natural to the three of them. Uh, she will look at the three of them, just like, you You get used to this? Um, yes, of course. Used to it? Are... Yeah, what's to get used to? Are you um, not from the Feywild? <laughs> no. Definitely not. Wait. Uh, what, where are you from? Uh, the southern continent? How, how did you get here? A portal? A portal? Where? At a warehouse? Did the assassins come through the portal? Yes. Oh. We have been trying to find a way to get from the Feywild back to the, the, natural, the world. natural world for years now. Oh. That's unfortunate. I assume that you guys could travel freely. No. No, not at all. The incident that we had here before blocked all access to the outside. So, so you're telling me I'm stuck here? Not necessarily. Well, I mean, I can... Maybe maybe the hedgehog could lead us back to where it was. I honestly got really lost. Yeah. Hold on. Let's, let's take care of this one first. Okay. Um, I'm looking to see if... Um, see if any members of the spear are around. Uh, they are, and in fact, uh, down the path come a couple members of the spear, uh, including 
um, Felicia. Okay. Uh, so uh, down the path come three Eldrin. Uh, two of them uh, male, kind of average height for an Eldrin, um, carrying spears um, and um, wearing some nice uh, green uniforms. Um, and some helmets that are kind of pointy at the top, um, as is the Eladrin fashion sometimes. Um, in front of them is a young woman, which the three of you recognize as Felicia, who's the basically the captain of the guard at the keep. Um, she is a tiny little thing. Like, she is... Short for an Eladrin, very slight of build. Uh, she has kind of silvery blue hair, green eyes. Um, and was, uh, you remember, as one of uh, Orm's former students, which is very strongly marked by the fact that at some point, uh, Master Orm, kind of as a graduation uh, present, gave her uh, his sword, his big, scary, cold iron sword that he used to uh, fight Spud. Mm -hmm. um, so she's got this uh, big, long sword. Almost um, as big as her? It's, you know, it's because it's not of Eladrin build, it is like way thicker than like just across than an Eladrin sword would be. It looks, it's basically a big chopping sword, um, which uh, looks out of place, but definitely intimidating. Um, her hair, like I said, she's got long kind of silvery blue hair, uh, which kind of, uh, poofs out of the top, then comes in for a ponytail, then poofs out again, then comes in again. She's got kind of a, uh, Princess Jasmine thing going with the back of her hair, if you want to picture it that way. Um, and she, uh, walks over to you guys and says, Master Orem, is everything all right? Felicia, uh, we were... Over at the garden, uh, we were attacked by these things. Um, one of them is captured. One appears to be lending us aid at the moment. Um, but more importantly, I think there may be a way out of the Feywild. Uh, we'll go, uh, I guess, I, what, I need you to take this one. Mm-hmm. And start, start any kind of interrogation that you can. Find out any information. Apparently there's a hit squad out to get me. I have no idea why. Um, but we need to find out where they came from, where they came through, and see if we can find that spot again. But we need information from him first, or it first. Of course. She uh, gives Orem students a nod, gives a little sparkle, kind of a Askan's look and uh, goes over and her two people go with her and they grab the unconscious guy um, and uh, will actually just come with like they'll check to make sure that the other ones are dead and since they're super dead they just kind of like stack them in a pile over there um, at this point more guards from the actual uh outposts show up and they can keep guard on those and they kind of go back with you carrying the uh the unconscious guy so um 
how far back is it to the office in quotes well uh it's not too long of a walk from the outpost to the keep mm-hmm. um but then you have to basically cross half the keep to get oh, to your office okay. um there is a way that you can go in being a little bit more discreet it involves like they have kind of these ramps and pulleys um around the wall that obviously get taken out if the keep is ever under siege although it's never been under siege other than by like say like your odd colossal fey beast right 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 um which isn't going to use a ladder anyway mm-hmm. but uh there is kind of a side way to go in so that you don't have to basically take this guy through town square okay let's go that route okay all right you guys go that route and um so but you do you arrive at the keep which is this enormous basically from what you can see enormous purple wall made out of crystal um it is it looks like it was all cut out of a single piece and seems to have some geometric design which is difficult to ascertain from walking up to it um eventually as you start to walk around it uh you find uh a way up over the wall and then you can walk along the wall. And when you look into the keep, it's, you know, all hustle and bustle, people moving around, going back and forth between houses and shops and things like that. Uh, little sparkle spots. Eldrin. She also spots uh, these uh, tiny humanoids. Well, not D&D tiny, just small. Um, mm-hmm. uh, which are probably gnomes from what she's researched. And then more things like Sapote, although he is not... Like, the only way in which he is, like, um, typical is that they all seem to have two arms and two legs <laughs> and a head. But other than that, you know, there's, like, super short mushroom people and, like, um, really tall ones that have, like, wild, fiery petals coming out of their heads. And then ones that are mo- that look like basically trees, like, tree stumps with a head. <laughs> Okay. They are, I assume are, I've never heard of Wilden before. You have no idea what these are. I mean, other okay. than magical plant people. In the same way that they probably look at you and say it's some kind of bird person. Fair enough. I've flipped a, like a hood up over my mm-hmm. head so people don't mob you. Yes. All right. Well, um, when the members of the spear see that Felicia is coming with you, she like immediately mobilizes them to clear a path and then um she takes the prisoner over to the garrison and then tells you that she'll meet up with you later okay so um we quickly make my way up to the uh, to my office mm-hmm. and capitaine is capitaine capitaine i guess so is still with us yet again another thing that i put into <laughs> this game without knowing how it's actually pronounced but he's still with us correct yes okay uh, so we get into my office, immediately close the door, and start pulling some maps off shelves, laying them out. Mm-hmm. What did you say your name was? Uh, turning to um, Sam's character. Uh, you, you can call me Little Sparkle. Little Sparkle. Do you know, yes. can you show me on this map? I mean, here's where the keep is. Here's where the garden is. Can you kind of show a, a kind of an area on here that uh, that where, where you came from? Uh, do I have any idea? No. Oh, no. that I'm I'm sorry. That's right. You're not you're not from here. Capotane. Nope. Do you do you know kind of where they came in here? Uh, 
Maybe. Roughly. Were you in the natural world? I think so. Briefly. Do you know if that portal is still open? Mm -hmm. But you know that it closed behind you. Yeah, it, it, it closed behind me. It closed... As far as I know, it's not open. I mean, they'll probably open it again eventually to figure out why the, their hit squad didn't come back. We Did they give to... a reason for why they wanted to kill Master Orem? Uh, oh, oh yes, yes, they... of course. Why, why would there be a hit squad after uh, me? They thought that you were working with Professor Leck, and they really want to get at Leck. I don't know how they got that impression. Well, they did give you a list of people that uh, Leck was working with, potentially. Yes. Do I know Professor Leck? I don't think I've ever met anyone by that name. I mean, Uh, I've been here for for longer than I care to remember. Well, they also knew that you were with uh, a some kind of priest. Uh, so you're you're Orm Riverton Dorn. Yes, I am. Okay, so they uh, they were sent to kill or capture you, uh, Lord Randis Duthane, uh, Smith, and Torque, and Professor Lack. Well, I mean, none of them are here. Oh, obviously. I mean, yeah. Smith is dead. Oh. I'm sorry. I have no idea what happened to Torque. I probably will never see him again. And I have no idea what happened to Randis, except that he probably went back to the natural world. Well, from the intel I had, uh, Professor Leck went missing a few years ago. He used to work with the Salamander Coil. Uh, he was supposed to be somewhere in the Central Continent, and your name was associated with him. I I have no idea who this is. Why would they why why would they be after him? Oh, well, they're after him because they think that he can produce uh a source of limited less energy. Well, I suppose anybody who could pr- produce any kind of uh energy on a continuing basis would be something that people would be after, but I I honestly don't know who this person is. Uh, awkward. So, yes, uh, awkward indeed. But I have hope. I mean, if they are, if there's a way to come in, then there's got to be a way to go back the other way. Hopefully. Because I'd really like to check in. This was just one part of uh, a multi-pronged plan my guild was working on, so I would really love to be able to get back and check in. Your Your guild? Uh, yes. Who, what, um, is this your tribe? Or is this no. your, um... My, my Truant Guild? League. My Truant League, sorry. Ah, okay. Okay, and you're working against, I mean, who are these people that you were infiltrating? Oh, that's the, uh, the Salamander Coil. They're real bad news. Are they a religious order or an assassin's organization? Uh, they're an economic organization. Oh. <laughs> they, they basically run a major city where I'm from. 
and are one of five uh, really big organizations, in fact, probably the biggest and the worst on the, uh, on the continent. What has been going on there? What do you mean, what's been going on there? That what's doesn't been going sound on? like anything that we saw when we were there before. Uh, you weren't in the southern continent. Oh, that's true. As far as I know, it's always been this way. And what are your people called? Oh, I'm a Kenku. Can you spell that for all of us and also our listeners? K-E-N-K-U. K-U, okay. Rock chalk. Now we're going to have all the key states. Uh, I know, they're going to call in. Go. Go. Sorry, my, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what are you? I've never heard of um, your kind before. I'm a Feywilden. We come from the Feywild. Oh, I thought just uh, gnomes and uh, Eldrin came from there. But... Well, there used to be more of us. Not so much anymore. Sorry to hear that. Yes, me too. So yeah, if maybe we could get your tech boot on to show you where the portal was. I mean, like I said, it's closed, but if you can figure out how they did it, maybe we can get out of here. That would be... That would be wonderful. Um... There's a knock on your door. Enter. Uh, the door opens, and a an Eladrin walks in. Um, the three of you recognize him as Hendrin, who is the kind of... Uh, he's a priest of Corallon and also kind of the liaison between kind of the um, social services of the keep and the council. He's actually in the council, but he's kind of the person that minds it. He basically runs the hospital... Um, even if he doesn't do it directly so much anymore, but he's kind of like the main contact person between the, the, the services on the council. Um, Brother Hendren. Orem. Have you been apprised of the situation already? No. Who's that? Okay. This is Little Sparkle. Okay. She's from the natural world. Oh, well, that explains it. Actually, it doesn't continue. Exactly, right? Right. Somehow, some hit group that has me on their list opened a portal to the Feywild from the natural world. Wow, they sound resourceful. We haven't been able to do this in five years. Correct. If we can find a way back we might be able to find our way back to the Astral City as well. Yes. Or the Astral Plane. I suppose that's true, but most of the people here I don't think want to necessarily go back to the Astral Sea, especially not now. But maybe more could come. I guess that is true. We could start trade. Also true. Uh, speaking of that, I'm guessing, here's the latest um, file from uh, Manzanilla's group. Okay. Open it up. Okay. Well, it's a bunch of basically reports, like small reports on 
um, essentially that project, the project to open a path or a trod into the natural world. And there's actually some very uh, good results. Like it, it basically shows that the membrane between the natural world and the Feywild appears to be uh, slowly weakening. So travel between may already be possible, but basically any sort of travel at this point from the numbers that you can see um, would be a one-shot thing from one place to the other, which is probably what the other guys ended up doing. You, uh, Brother Hedron, have, are you, have you read this already? I have not. So, Manzanilla, the surveys that they've been doing indicate that there may be a way to pass back through that these people who came in through the portal may have already discovered that as well. Well, that's great. It is great. It's very great. We may be able to get an opening. This may be our chance right now to work with someone outside who knows more about what's going on and maybe create something that's stable. Well, do you know someone? <sighs> oh, what about your friend? Which one? Randus. Randus? Yeah. He would be perfect. We could get a hold of him. Ah. Just wish I knew where he went. You could go look for him. I most certainly could. And I suppose if I went... Uh, at least it would maybe hopefully move some of the uh, potential hazards of these things coming and attacking away from the keep if they knew that I was even here to begin with. I mean, you unfortunately, could... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Unfortunately, I don't know how they located you besides the fact that you're an Eldrin and most Eldrin are in the third Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that may have partially been my fault. What do you mean? Well, they asked about you. Oh, asked where they could find me? Mm-hmm. Ah. Did you know that they were going before? to attack? No. But then they put me in a jar. And he does his little pause. He makes like a little, like, stoppering a jar motion. I'm sorry for that. You're not injured at all, are you? No. I'm hungry. Oh, okay. Can... Shout out. Can we get this? Can we get hog? some mealworms in here? <laughs> Can we get some food for our hedgehog friend? Right. Somebody comes in with like a little uh, plate of Meal random worms. bugs. Okay, but if I go. And they put it in front of me, and hedgehogs eat super loud. <laughs> like, this is his actual experience. If you've ever heard a hedgehog eating, it is the loudest thing. Maybe, maybe you haven't heard my eight-year-old eat. Uh, I'm, it may be comparable, but... <laughs> I would... Oh, this is too good of an opportunity to pass up Brother Hedron. Mm -hmm. But if I can't come back... I've done... For the last five years, I've just wanted to get away, but now... I would hate to leave what we've built here Completely unprotected. I, I know, Aram, but luckily, 
all the work that I've done to keep you here for those five years means that it won't be unprotected. You have a lot of students. We've built a lot of infrastructure. I mean, your first crop of students are already giving back to the community. Certainly. Felicia is is doing great. Ambrose is doing great. Ambrose is doing fine. Um, And then, of course, we have Lillian Sapote. Mm-hmm. Paragons of their community, from what I hear. Yes, 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 yes. A little sparkle. Yes. Would you be... You're very interested in going back, correct? Yes. And what about you, Lily or Sapote? Are you at all interested in making a visit to uh, to the natural world? Oh, no, no, no. I... um. I have much more to do here, and I will await your return, and I will help out in any way that I can. Sapote, this is a chance for you to see something different. It is, but I don't think that right now is the right time to leave my people. And as you say, we need to stay behind to protect the city in your absence. Mm -hmm. Yes, okay. Um... Ah, this is such a hard choice. Uh, Sapote, Lily, you are both... You're both ready. Right? I don't know if there is anything else that I can teach you at this point. So what I'm going to ask for you to do is I want you to work closely with Manzanilla and Felicia and help them in any way that they possibly can. That's going to be your duty until I return. You are going to need to appoint a new arcane protector. <sighs> because you've done a great job here, but I know, and you know, that the moment there's a power vacuum, Aladrin lose a lot of their uh, dignity. So you are going to need to leave somebody in charge. What is Ambrose doing? Um, teaching at the school, I thought. What about the other one? Drake? Yes. Drake is in another... Drake is the wizard protector of a different place. Well, what about Felicia? I think Felicia is a a fine choice. That would have been my first choice. Well, it, it would be, but she's doing such a great job with the spear. Who's going to take over for her? I'm sure she'll assign somebody. Maybe one of these guys. You know, having a Wilden mm-hmm. uh, head of the spear would be culturally very important since yes. they're a minority and, yes. you know, relations aren't always yes. optimal. Sapote, do you think you know it enough would... about how the spear works to lead them and to protect the city? Uh, there's always always more to learn, but I... I would accept the honor if it was given to me. Very good. Uh, Brother Hendren, um, Sapote, unless something changes, then that's what is going to happen. Uh, we can push it through. It's yes. Not, it's not going to be a problem. Um, let's make our way over to the, uh, uh, the... What is it? The jailhouse. The, uh, the garrison. The garrison. And uh, let's talk with Felicia and let's talk with... The prisoner? The prisoner. Great. All right. 
you guys go over. It is significant. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. On the way over, I wanted to ask, uh, Master Orem, since you'll be leaving soon, I've always wanted to know, why is it called the Cerulean Keep when it's purple? (laughs) Uh, A long time ago, this grove was filled with some of the most beautiful colors you've ever seen. And when Spud took that all away from us, the best way to remember uh, what once was, was to keep the name. This whole area used to be a nice grove of trees, as far as the eye could see. Old man Peabody had a dream of breeding pine trees here. (laughs) All right, all right. (laughs) What's Spud? It's a very long story. When when Little Sparkle asked that, there's like a visible, like, I don't know, thing, chill, that like hits everyone in the room. You've heard the story about absolute power corrupts. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. In this case, a friend... Um, a teacher got absolute power. And then when his mentor died, mostly because of my fault, um, he tried to bring his mentor back. And... Resurrect him? Yes. Try to reshape this world in the way that he thought that it would be better to be at. And, um, you know, when you disturb the balance of things, something is going to push back and react back. And what Spud had done was not good for the Feywild. In fact, it could have easily destroyed the Feywild and everything else that we knew. Could have destroyed the natural world, the astral sea, everything could have been gone. And um, we put a stop to it. Unfortunately, it cost a lot of Eldrin lives. It cost a lot of gnome lives. And it cost the lives of, uh, from what I can tell, many of my friends. So, that's Spud. You seem to have rebuilt well. It's not what it once was, but it is something different. Certainly with the Eldrin from the Astral Sea and the few remaining Eldrin that are here, we've been working hard to try to reestablish a foothold in the Feywild. It's not easy. It's not easy. Well, isn't this your natural place? This? The keep? No, this was a spud creation. Oh. This... We've had to adapt to it. Ima- again, imagine a vast city of crystal. As far as the eye can see. Trees and groves everywhere. Even more so than what you saw already. This is not... This is not what the Feywild used to be. 
I think I understand. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a lot of places that aren't what they used to be back home to. Mm-hmm. And this is just one part of the entire Feywild. The different seasons have all had changes to them. <laughs> We've got a new monarch. Eh, I'm sorry, it's too much. That's too much to, to share with you at this point. The point now sure. is let's find out what we can. Um, Sabote, yeah. Can can you find Manzania? See if we can get him back, her her back. Um, I I really need to discuss with her these findings that she has, and see if it can help us get back the other way. I will go find her. Thank you so much. Bow down. All right. So you guys are heading to the garrison? Yes. Um, it's harder to avoid uh, people on the way there. I mean, you don't run into huge crowds or anything, but uh, basically everyone that walks by uh, greets Orem. Basically everybody bows and says, Master Orem, Master Orem, Master Orem. As he walks by. He just continues to, to nod and move as quickly as he can, trying to keep his... Um, <laughs> Eyes from making contact with anybody. Uh, you arrive at the um, at the garrison um, and find that uh, they have put the prisoner in a cell and they've just got him locked up. They haven't started interrogating him yet. Um, they have removed his mask and he appears to be human. Is Felicia around? Yeah. Felicia, there have been some changes in the last hour. What changes? We may have found a way back to the other planes, to the Astral Sea, to the natural world. All right. And it's something that I really need to look at. Okay. And it may be a one-way trip at this point. Oh, okay. Until I can find someone who can... Help stabilize a portal. This may be... I may be gone for quite a while. Oh, alright. I think it's in the best interest of the Keep and everyone in the Springwood for you to be the protector. Um, for you to take over my position. I couldn't possibly. I mean... Oh, you're more than... You're more than qualified. You have been running the spear for years. You know about protection. You're one of the finest sword mages that I've ever seen. You can do this. The city council is not going to have a problem with this. Oh. They know what your capabilities are. She, like, doesn't necessarily break like looking at Orem, but she like looks past them over at Lily. You can do it. She looks back to Orem. Uh, well, I, okay, alright. Um, do you have notes or something that I can research? I have something. Pull out some pods of casting that... Oh, yeah, okay. These will... These contain a record of 
thoughts, ideas, directions, some foresight of, of the city, mm-hmm. growth, expansion. It's got all the information about traveling between the, the different uh, seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have to deal with uh, is it Whitestone. Yes. Yeah, you're going to have to deal with Whitestone. But I think they're going to be okay with all of this. And I think you're going to be okay with all of this. Oh, well, all right. I, I promise I won't let you down. Oh, you could never let me down. <laughs> ah, I have faith in you. And Sapote will transition in to lead the spear. Oh, oh, that would be great. He's ready. I think so. Now we need to talk to this prisoner. All right. Um, I'll get him into a room for you. Um, I'll be good Eldrin. You be bad Eldrin. All right. I think that's how it works. Okay. Uh, does anyone else need to go in? I'd like to be there. That's I fine. I can wait outside and uh, see if anybody comes up. It, you're all welcome to come in. Well, okay. Sometimes the uh, numbers. Maybe. You Capitaine, sh- you can stay out here. Oh, Capitaine's still eating bugs back oh, at the okay. house. <laughs> all right. Maybe. Uh, Lily should be good Eladrin, and you should be bad Eladrin, Master of Endoran. Lily, are you up for that? Sure. I am. Uh, I am very nice. I think. <laughs> Okay, let's see how this goes. All right, they put him in a room for you, and uh, the three of you go in, but we'll get back to that. Um, Sapote goes over to uh, find Mantania, who is a very, very tall plant lady. Um, she is um, kind of shaped like a woman mostly um, in the sense that she's got roughly some kind of womanish curves like you might expect but they kind of go all the way around like she's like if you look at her from the top she's like symmetrical like right, she's right, got right. like a complete right. radio <laughs> symmetry yeah um because they're not, you know, they're not actually boobs and hips. They're just bumps. Um, <laughs> and uh, she's got, like, her head is humanoid. She doesn't have a nose. Um, she's got very large eyes. And her face is lined with, like, big kind of uh, sunflower petals. Um, and uh, so Sapote enters a room that she's in where uh, basically she's in this uh, we'll say she's not in a room she's actually out um, on the outskirts of the keep and she's talking to her little research team which is composed of like three Eladrin and three Wilden and they're just kind of uh, they've got a magic circle that they're kind of analyzing and like correcting and stuff alright and I'll approach her and Mistress Manzanilla and I will kind of splay out in an Alad or in a wild and respectful greeting. 
She uh, kind of like a bow. Yep. She walks over to you and like physically like pushes you up, like not like you know you know what this means. It just kind of like stands you back up. Sapote, mm-hmm. so good to see you. How's your training? Maybe at an end. I uh, bring some news and a request that you come with me to see Master Orem as soon as possible. Oh, well, I thought our findings might uh, intrigue him. There have been... There's already been an incursion from the natural world. Hmm. Assassins. Oh, well. That is consistent with Master Orem's... uh... History. Were they after him? Specifically, yes. And some other named parties. Um, an ally, a seeming ally did come through with them. He, she helped fight them off. And I believe that Master Orem wishes to go with her to the natural world to do further investigation. She smiles a very broad, like a very big smile. Yes, that is also consistent. Um, is he at his study? They are with Felicia at the jail. Oh. There is a prisoner to be interrogated. Oh. Well, let me make sure that this circle is stable, and then I will head over there. Absolutely. I withdraw and kind of wait for her. Okay. Meanwhile, back at the garrison, a uh, human is uh, still wearing this jumpsuit, is uh, forcefully like sat down on a chair by some Eladrin guards who then make their way out of the room. Uh, little Sparkle, Lily, and Orem are in the room with him. Orem is standing up very straight and tall, mm-hmm. trying to be as, and the, the robes just, his robes just kind of fall around him to where you really can't see. It's just, they come off the shoulders and straight down. So mm-hmm. as he moves, almost gives this illusion that he's floating around the room. Right. He's pacing back and forth, looking at this human. Mm-hmm. And just this very serious tone. You know who I am? He, like... So this guy uh, has a dark skin, little kind of uh, just a goatee, um, short cropped hair, uh, black, and uh, dark eyes. And he just kind of looks around, rolls his eyes, and is like, no, I have no idea who you are. I just means I know who this guy is. Um, uh, you... Probably do. You don't know exactly who he is, but you know his type, you know his training, and you probably mm-hmm. know bureaucratically where he sits. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, you must know who I am. You were sent to kill me. Maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. You know, if you cooperate, we could probably get you some water. I don't need water. You might, when I'm through with you. 
and my hand comes out from underneath my robe, and just right on my fingertips is the scariest flaming fireball with electricity cackling all, uh, crackling all the way around it. And it's just casting this very ominous shadows across Orm's face and around mm. the room. And it feels like it's gotten colder in the room. He kind of, uh, he definitely like withdraws from it, but he's like, Orm starts walking closer and closer to him, holding out the, the sphere. He's like, I'm not, I'm not scared of you. You will be. Oh, you will be. <laughs> now, so, go ahead. Oh, no, you, go ahead. I won't interrupt you. Now, tell me who sent you. Mm. Uh, that's confidential. The fireball grows a little bigger. You're going to want that Should- water. Uh, Little Sparkle just kind of, like, stands directly in front of him. Um, it says, what clearance level? Oh, I'm not going to tell you, traitor. And he, like, spits in her general direction. That's it. I kind of, like, peek out from, like, behind Orem. And I'm like, well, what if we get you, like, some cookies? Will you tell us then? Uh, uh no. How about this? Maybe these nice Aladrin let you stay in the Feywild, as opposed to hauling you back to Mahuaco, where you're going to be assuredly killed for your abhorrent failure in this mission. Yeah, that. Speak. Uh, well, I don't want to go back. How about, um... How about you let me? I tell you something, you let, and you just let me go. I kind of do a brush with my hand. It's not quite. It's like a super tame version of Thunder Wave. Sure. And he goes sliding all the way back against the wall and is pinned up against the wall. Ugh. We could let you go, or we could keep you here. Depends on what kind of information you have for us. Who sent you? I work for the coil, man. The coil? Yeah. The salamander coil that I told you. Oh, right. Why do they want me dead? I don't know. You've been in contact with somebody they're looking for. What's the protocol when you don't show up? When I don't show up? Yeah, when you and your team don't come report in. Uh. They'll probably wait a while, then send another team. But Was there a- the oh, other team on. will probably just be recon to make sure. Because, I mean, they're sending us into the Feywild, so they kind of assumed we weren't necessarily going to come back even if we accomplished a mission. So, yeah, do you know, was there an extraction plan? There was. We were supposed to find our way back, and they might open that portal again, but it's not going to be for months. What were they paying you for this? 
they paid me to get me out of prison, which is why I don't want to stay in prison. Can you lead us back to the spot? No. Besides, they're not going to be able to open another portal like that four months. You know how they did it? I don't know. Magic? I'm just a warrior. I do know a little bit of magic, otherwise I wouldn't be able to work those scepters. How long did you have to train with those? Well, I only trained, we only trained for, with them for two weeks. I think we should have trained with them more. Apparently. Well, you know how the coil is. Yeah. Maybe we skip out on beta. You know, have you seen this tech before? I hadn't. No. For a long time, I was one of the guys on, like, the locust tanks. Hmm. So, what were you in for? Uh, you know, robbing people, killing them if they get in my way, that kind of thing. Why is the coil looking for Professor Leck? He found something, and he'd be talking to people about it. So they're either trying to see if someone else knows them, or if they've got information. So they send out... why kill me? Well, because you might have information on him. Like, or rather, from him. And if he's trying to get into contact with you, then if we kill you, then that's one less resource he has. So we've got a squad coming after you, and a squad coming after that other guy... Which other guy? I don't know. It's not the priest, because they don't know where he's at. Yeah. That lord, whatever. Where do they think he's at? No? Nope. I just know that uh, the other squad was heading for the central continent, which is where he's supposed to be. But, I don't know. That thing's pretty big. Lily? Do you have any questions? Um, not really. Do you have any idea what got this bumped up such high priority? Nope. All I know is uh, this thing had been sitting at somebody's desk for a while, and then when they finally read it, they freaked out. <laughs> that is just absolutely perfect. Yeah, no one even cared that Lek got away for the longest time until they realized what he was actually working on, and probably the reason why he actually escaped. Because yeah. whatever this is, it really freaked out the higher-ups, so he probably didn't want to be involved with it. Makes sense. So, yeah. if I was in your stupid shoes, I'd track down the other guys that the... Hit squads are going after and see if they know anything. See if they've been in contact with them. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good idea once we can get out of here. It is a good idea. Like a freedom idea. Not so quickly. <laughs> what, man? I've told you everything. Not to my satisfaction. For all I know... <laughs> We could go, and the portal could already be opening. More of your people could be coming through. All right, we'll go check the portal, man. 
You could be telling us lies. I could be doing that, I suppose. Why should we let you go? There's nowhere for you to go. Because I told you things like I said I would. Felicia. She's outside. Felicia! She opened the door. Yes. Have you been listening? Because I know you could hear. I could, yes. What do you think? About letting him go? Yes. She motions for him to step outside. We step outside, but before I go, I do the whole two fingers to my eyes to two fingers to (laughs) his eyes. Alright, so you step outside with her? Close the door. Okay. You heard everything? Yeah. Does that make any sense whatsoever? I don't even know who this guy is. No, I don't understand what he's talking about, but it sounds like this other person does. She's talking about clearances and things like that, which don't make any sense to me. They're also... This list doesn't make any sense either. Smith? He's been dead for years. Well, maybe their intel is old. Can I see the list? Do do they have it? Well, all I heard was... Torque? Mm -hmm. Smith? Mm -hmm. uh, Randis? And this Professor Leck guy. Right. Well... Maybe he's been in contact with... If he's not been in contact with you, nobody knows where Torque is. Mm-hmm. Smith is dead. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's been in contact with Randes, and then they found some of his known acquaintances, which explains why their intel is old. Could be. Seems mighty odd. So... Let him go or keep him here? Well, that depends. If we let him go, he's going to die. Yes. Or worse. Yes. If one of the... All he has to do is go up to one of those fractal plazas. He's gone. Well, forget that. If one of the Fae gets a hold of him. Well, that too. He's worse than dead. Yes. So the humane thing would be to keep him here prisoner, but mm-hmm. that's not what he wants. Mm-hmm. So uh, if it were up to me. Well, in I, the next few days it will be up I to I understand. You. If it were up to me, I would keep him here. Simply because to let him go is murder. What about one of the outposts? Kind of in a minimum security kind of... Then he'll just escape and go into the Feywild. It's up to him. And possibly hurt someone in the way out. Oh, that's true too. Okay. Open the door back up. It's in our best interest and your best interest that we keep you here. What? 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 And he kind of, like, struggles against the chair. Fire up my Ah. fireball hand again. Mm. Listen, man. You see this? This is but a mere fraction of the danger that awaits you beyond those walls. You are lucky you made it to Capitaine's garden uninjured. If we let you go, you are a dead man. If we keep you here, at least you have a chance until you can prove yourself. Hey, I'll take my chances. I'm sorry, I can't risk that. Guards! The guards come in. Guards! The guards come in. Take him to a cell. He's like, no. Nope, a comfortable nope, cell. Nope, nope. Um, when they, uh... Wait. Do you know where the other teams were headed? I mean... 
in the sense that the other team is going to go kill someone else on that list. Do you know where those locations are? No. A not-so-finer cell. Uh, no, no. Um, when they grab him um, and you start moving, uh, you hear a loud buzzing sound coming from his suit. Wait. Lily. Go see what that yes. is. I walk up and sort of inspect where the sound seems to be coming from. Okay. You find where the sound's coming from, kind of from like the area of like his sternum, mm-hmm. um, which immediately begins to glow and then begins to discharge a lot of energy. Whoa, everyone out, out. Um, and it, essentially this like burst of electricity shoots out and just fries him like a charred skeleton falls over. So it's not a bursting out effect. It's more like it a is self-contained. It well, it definitely injures the two guards that mm. were on them. They're kind of down on the ground. They're not even unconscious or anything, but they got singed pretty okay. good. But they're not like no, they're missing limbs or no, anything no, like no. that. Okay. So little sparkle says, "Oh, there was a self-destruct thing in these," and starts stripping off her uh, jumpsuit. Okay. <laughs> So go ahead and describe your clothes under the jumpsuit since we're here. Uh, sure. Uh, so underneath the jumpsuit, she is wearing uh, leather armor. It is black. And actually, as she moves, seems to like her shadow is a little weird where like the armor is. It kind of ripples um, in a way that looks like it might make it easier for her to hide. Um, she's got her uh, j- uh, jagged dagger at um her belt, which has like a little diamond at the, uh, where like a buckle would be, and she's wearing a necklace that seems to be made entirely out of keys. Um, she's wearing boots. Uh, her hands are like, she's like feathered up until the elbows, at which point it's more along the lines of like a bird's leg, uh, in like a scaly white. Yeah, scaly, exactly. Um, she's got, like, very nimble-looking fingers, but they end with, like, small, hard uh, nails. Okay. So, yes. She ditches the thing, and, yep, there's that little thing in the sternum, which you, you know, just assume that it was, like, a buckle or something when you put it on. That's really upsetting. Does it... Has, is that remotely controlled? Oh, no, I assume he triggered it, or maybe it triggers if you bug out. I'm not I'm not really sure, he, but... Uh, he probably I, triggered it. Okay. Uh, and that hollow tooth in the back of his mouth. Something like that. Um, or, you know, when they picked him up, he, like, oh, pressed yeah. it or something. Um, it's also entirely possible that they were supposed to go off earlier when like the squads are going down and they were malfunctioning. So maybe it was a timing thing. And if that was the case, then it's a good thing that she took it off or that his went off first. Yeah. Well, that is unfortunate. Hmm. Nothing is left. I mean, besides a charred skeleton. Yeah. And the inside of the suit is pretty burnt up. Yeah. Although the outside appears to be normal, but it's pretty much unusable now. No distinguishing marks or, on on the suit or body or anything like that? Uh, nope, just a skeleton. The most distinguishing mark is that it's a charred skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that, you know, if found, please return to you. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean... No, he doesn't have that, but, I mean, Sparkle actually knows where yeah, this yeah, guy yeah. came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing he didn't have anything more useful that he was going to share, and he definitely is a murderer, so it's not a huge loss. Uh, any loss of life is always a tragic loss of life. Well, let's go. All right. All right. You guys exit the room, yeah. and when you do, uh, Manzanilla and Sapote are... Oh, Manzanilla, thank you for coming. Orm touches his hand to his chest, gives her a very long, deep bow. She nods her head. It is it's good hard to for see her you to, again. Like, bow all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, good to see you again. And you as well. Uh, walk with me, please. Of course. And so now we've got a whole entourage of yep. people walking back uh, to my office. Felicia says, oh, Master Room, do you need me, or should I... Come, come along as soon as you can, please. <laughs> All right. Uh, so as we're walking back, I fill Manzanilla in. I yep. talk about Sapote uh, taking over for the, um, the spear. Talk about Felicia moving into being the... Uh, the protector. protector. Yep. And uh, talk about my plans then to go into um, the natural world. And that is where this data that you have is so very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm. How much power or what do you think we will need on this side to open up even a small portal for a couple of people to get through? Well... Power is not necessarily the issue. The issue is that things have changed fundamentally. So Mm -hmm. in order to open a portal, we'll basically have to invent the ritual as we go. Mm. And once we've opened that portal, it's going to more than likely, because of the way that things are uh, knit together now going to create a sort of ripple effect which will make it progressively harder to open those portals again in the same location. Right. So this is sort of a one-shot deal. We were obviously hoping to experiment first, but that means that and we don't know the area that would be then logged. It could be a mile, it could be 10 miles, it could be the entirety of the spring wood. We just don't know yet. Well, if we don't do something, someone else is going to be coming through at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. I would rather that not happen. I see. So we need to find a location where you think that the weakest point is going to be. We have a location in mind. Okay. Um, and then we need to work on a spell. Yes. Who who do you need to help on this spell? I have my team. Okay. I could use Sapote's help. That's uh, that's fine. Anyone else? Mm, I don't think so. That should be enough. Okay. All right. Do you have a timeline, a time frame? Um, well, we definitely won't be able to finish our calculations today. Sure. But I understand you have some announcements to make. Yes, I do. So... Uh, perhaps by the time you're done with those, and uh, if I understand uh, Ladrin etiquette correctly, all of the um, ceremonies and potential feasts that have to uh, go along with the ascension of uh, someone to wizard, protector, or arcane protector. 
So we should have some time to work on it. Okay. Very well. Uh, let's see. Who else is here? Brother Hedrin is still here, I'm yep, sure. he's around. Start the necessary <laughs> preparations. Please call a city council meeting uh, as soon as you can, preferably in the next couple of hours. Oh, yep. So we can get this ball rolling. Um, please dispatch a... Um, Please find some people who will be ready to go to the Fin of Winters and to um, Whitestone uh, to deliver messages. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll have those messages ready in in a short time. No problem. Oh, I knew it. I knew that budgeting for like a giant party was going to be a great idea. Well, I'm glad <laughs> you did. It's not quite time for the seasonal festivities, but. Uh, this should be just fine. Hey, I fought for it, and now I get to do it, so I'm just happy about that. Just nod very yep. well and Go make off. my way yep. off. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so everybody's still kind of we're just following me, I guess? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, go back to the office. <laughs> I could use your help. Okay. And so I get down, you know, at his level, so we're eye to eye. Yep. I would very much appreciate if you and the other hedgehogs mm -hmm. could keep an eye on the comings and goings of people. Not necessarily Eladrin or Wilden, but appearances of people we haven't seen here before. And to alert Felicia, Manzanilla, the others, about any kind of incursion. Okay. I would also ask that when Manzanilla comes up with the place that um, she thinks that we can open a portal that you could lead us there as quickly as possible. Okay. Is there anything else that I can do for you? Mm, nope. Okay. Go back to... <sighs> I, I need to compose some letters uh, before I meet with the city council. Uh, so if you could all give me a few moments. Sure. Of course. A, uh, an Eladrin um, walks up to Orm's office, knocks on the door. Come. Opens the door. Um, Master Hendren had me set up a room, uh, I believe, for uh, your new guest. Yes, please. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I... Really That's want right. to apologize. We've taken care of it. I, I really want to apologize. This is something that I should have taken care of uh, a lot sooner. Uh, little sparkle, please go with uh, with this person. They will take you to a room. You can clean up. You can rest. Oh, you can do whatever uh, that you need to do. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. And no, no need to apologize. I was with a group that just tried to kill you. It's not like I uh, sent advance warning that I was going to be here. Yes, uh, again, I'm sorry. I've just. This news has gotten me very preoccupied. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, do what you need to do. Thank you. Give her a bow. She nods. All right. So. Does an imitation bow, but clearly is not used to that. That's a pretty good imitation. Um. So, uh, yeah, you follow the Eladrin, and he takes you to a different building and takes you to a really nice room. Like, yeah, it's like big giant bed. Apparently, you see like a little uh, water bowl, but um, there's no like pitcher to it. And if you like use it to clean yourself up, it just refills by itself. Nice. This is way better than my apartment. Yeah. And uh, the other two clear out of uh, Orem's office every, yeah, as well? Yeah, I think everybody does. Okay. So Orem sits down to write something. I else. sit down and I compose a, um, a letter. Dearest mother, dearest father. And in this letter, I explain exactly what is going on. I tell them this need and why it's so important for not only, um, not only for the safety of the Feywild, but also to potentially open up trade and uh, continue to build Eldrin. Um, back into the place. Um, I give them the layout of the order of uh, succession mm-hmm. and um, just ask them to be as um, kind, I guess is the word, to be as considerate uh, to um, to uh, Felicia as they have been with myself and with Ambrose and sharing um, any kind of arcane uh, spells or things that they can share mm-hmm. uh, to help protect uh, the city. And uh, I get ready to dispatch that. And then okay. I pull out another sheet, Dearest Camus. And I basically say the exact same thing. Okay. And let her know that in that it will be, um, I will miss you very much. You will be in my thoughts, but you already knew that. Sincerely, Orm. Hmm. And I disp- dispatch both of those letters. Okay. Then I guess it's time to go meet the city council. Yes. And Felicia and Sapote should probably both be there. Yep. And Lily probably tags along too. Oh, yes. Cause... Lily should too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yes, you go to the city council. Now, the council is... Is this an open meeting? Uh, no. Okay. All right. But you can see that people are already being organized outside, mm. basically pending an announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you head to the council, and the council is has largely been maneuvered by both Orem and Hendren to have people in it that are sympathetic to basically Orem's kind of goal of like growing the um, the keep and maintaining trade and all this stuff. So you don't get a lot of like like fist smashing and stuff. Right. Uh, Hendren's in the council, Caster's in the council, mm-hmm. the uh, head uh, gardener who mm-hmm. actually designed Capitan's garden, um, as well as Manzanilla. So... It's it's a pretty agreeable council. Okay. Council members. I am here today to let you know that I am going away. Yeah, there's kind a lot of, of a ca- lot of caterwauling, right? 
Um, I know this is a shock, but this afternoon things have started rolling rapidly. There's been an incursion from the natural world. There is supposedly a hit list of people who are being terminated, and I'm on that list. Don't worry about that. I'm not too concerned about that. The important thing is there may be a way to have ongoing communication, ongoing exchanges between both the Astral Sea and the natural world very soon. I know that you probably have a lot of questions. I'll be happy to answer them. But uh, the one that I think you are probably all going to ask is who is going to replace me. And I and I believe that Felicia is the best person for that. Felicia Happelfeister. There's there's a lot of looks. Some of them are like, yeah, probably, and some of them are like, mm. she is a very powerful sword mage. She can protect this city. She can guide this city. She has been here since the beginning. She is one of the few Eladrin that have had as much contact with me who are still here. And she knows directions and plans and understands the vision for this city. Uh, Hendren says, and um, just for my own information, who are you planning on having uh, replace her as the head of the spear? I've thought long and hard about this, and I think the best person for this job is Sapote. <laughs> now, I know, I know, but hear me out. Sapote has been training with me for the last, what, two years? About three years. Three maybe. years. Uh, and he is a fine warrior. He's gotten along quite well with everyone in this city. He knows how to keep order. He understands tactics. And I think when it comes to someone leading the spear, he would be great for this. There's some kind of back and forth. Um, and Hendren says, uh, so I think this is a great opportunity to have an astral Eladrin um, lead. The, oh, no, I need to double check if Felicia's actually an astral Eladrin. Um, Felicia is an astral Eladrin. That's what I thought. To have an astral Eladrin become our arcane protector and our wild and our captor of the guard, it may be exactly what the city needs to finally bridge those gaps, have people not just in the council, but in prominent positions of power. Mm -hmm. And there seems to be kind of a general, like, either... Um, Accepting or begrudging nod to it. Time is kind of of the essence here. So I need an approval from the council. Well, I'm leaving regardless. So it would be best if everyone was together on this and presented a united front to everyone else here. To gnomes, wilden, eladrin alike. 
there's kind of like a general nod. We'll submit the actual official vote uh, sometime tomorrow, but I think this will be fine. If it's okay with the council, I would like to make the announcement at sundown. That's fine. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. Do you have any questions? I think we do, but I'm guessing you have time, so you need some time to prepare. A little bit. We'll leave you to it. Thank you. So I exit. Lily, come with me, please. So we walk back to, not my office now, but my um, apartment, house, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and along the way, I have this exchange with Lily. Uh, Lily, you are a fine student. And I can yeah, understand um, your desire not to want to go on this adventure. I know you've spent some time in the uh, Astral Sea. And uh, I know what it, I know that um, uh, your time here has uh, benefited from your experience out there. And I'm hoping, and I would encourage you to work with Hendren um, to see about continuing your training, possibly taking on some students if there are any that are interested. Um, to maybe thinking about becoming a protector even of one of the outposts. I think you're more than qualified. And I'm glad uh, you're one of my students. Oh, thank you, Master. I'm very proud to be one of your students, and you've been a very good teacher to me. Um, I'm honored that you feel so strongly about my abilities. I would happily have you by my side. Um... If you ever changed your mind, but I understand your desire to stay. Thank you. What are your thoughts on everything that's transpired in the last couple of hours? Um, a lot has. Um, I think that you're doing the right thing, and I think that it will be beneficial for everyone here um, if we are able to trade or travel freely, that would be great. So I think it's a very noble pursuit. I'm, I'm curious if we were able to create a stable portal between the natural world or even create multiple portals between here and the Astral Sea, what would you do? Um, I would be interested in traveling um, back to visit and exploring new territory. Um, but I really feel like, uh, this is my home now. I, um, you know, I, I would love to go adventuring, but I really feel like this is my new home. Is this the consensus, do you think, of the other astral Eldrin that are here? Um, I could not speak for everyone, but I feel like we have worked hard to make, um, make this place our, our new home. Mm-hmm. We've worked really hard to modernize it, and we have been here for years without any thought of 
returning or going somewhere else. So I don't know. I suppose um, that would, you know, the others would have to decide for themselves. Mm-hmm. You do know that there are not uh, many sword mages, right? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. You do know that there are not that many sword mages, correct? Right. So, if you were to travel, and, yeah, if you were to travel to, I don't know, the Astral Sea again, Mm -hmm. do you think that you might be able to encourage other Eldrin to come to the Feywild? Um, sure. Do you think that if they knew that there were sword mages and protectors and that it was a great opportunity and with your experience that you might be able to convince others to come and help repopulate the Feywild? Uh, I believe so. Uh, obviously, uh, not everyone would want to leave, but... Oh, of course, of course. I mean, I was happy that we had, how many, a thousand people? Something like that. A, a thousand Eldrin. Mm-hmm. Come when uh, Brother Hendren brought you here, and mm-hmm. um, it means a lot that uh, that the Astral Eldrin did come here. And I just want to make sure that that if the option to leave was presented, that we would not have a mass exodus of right. of everyone back to where they came from. Right. I don't believe that would happen. Like I said, I think people um, are happy here. And maybe some would go back, but others would come. Very good. Well, uh, I need to gather a few things. And um, I would be more than happy for you to um, join me on the the dais with uh, with, uh, Anzania. Felicia and uh, Sapate as I make okay. this announcement. Alright, sounds good. I will talk to you then. Thank you. Thank you, Master. Mm-hmm. Give her a I bow. Mean, she leaves. Yeah, I bow. <laughs> okay. Alright, everybody goes and gets changed. I'm packing a bag. Um, a handy haversack, so to speak. Yep. Like, open a, a thing. And open like, a there's thing. all your old adventuring gear. Yep, there it is. <laughs> Dust it off. <laughs> well, some of your old adventuring gear and some new adventuring gear. Yes, definitely. There's your uh, new magic helmet. Oh, my new magic helmet is awesome. It's gold and silver inlay. Mm-hmm. Little pearl. Yep. Ah, beautiful. Nice design yep. all the way around. Uh, and then there's a there's a um, hanging on the wall is a uh, scary looking sword. Yep. I take it off the wall. Okay. A weird scary eye opens in the center of it on the cross guard. Hello, you. Hello. Uh, some things have happened. Oh. I'm gonna go adventuring again. <gasps> Do you want to come along? Yes. Will you behave yourself? Yes. Okay. You don't mind just hanging out in the sack? Mm, 
I would prefer a scabbard if it's all the same. I've got something over here that's... Two swords. Eh, it kind of looks a little weird. Okay, well then just take me. No, I can't do that. I'll behave. No, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Listen. Hey, you want to go on an adventure? Yes. Okay then. In the sack. I'll... Come on. Just for now. Mm, what if I told you that... I can help if I'm outside. Like? Well, I can keep an eye out, and it opens its eye really big. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm aware of... You can your other sword look that? do that? No, but it's pretty jagged and pointy and does some pretty cool stuff. Also... Yes? I can now communicate with other people. What? Mm-hmm. Here, look. Who are you communicating with? Somebody else. Who? I don't remember. <laughs> Oh, God, what are you saying? Uh, I said hello, and then I said, don't worry, I'm not going to kill you. <laughs> How long has this been going on? Mm, maybe a month. I wanted to surprise you. <laughs> it's definitely a surprise. Mm -hmm. What else? Uh, well... There's this. Like, are you holding it? Yeah. Um, it like basically. So it's like a sword, and it's you know it's a sword of mm -hmm. originally of Eldrin make, and it mm -hmm. just has like this weird kind of uh, organic thing in the cross guard and right. kind of uh, growing into the blade. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically, it like closes its eye, like it's flexing a muscle. And um, the sides of it, the edges, like, grow like little spikes. Like, it looks like a, um, yeah, just like, all the way up. Impressive. So, yeah, I've been working on it. Okay. I'll see about uh, an additional scabbard. All right. Got to behave yourself. Okay. No telling people that you're going to kill them. Okay. Promise. I promise. All right. But I got to put you in the sack for right now. Fine. Put him in the sack. Okay. Wow. Orm can't remember the last time he heard the uh, sword say, kill your friends. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Behaving. Orm has not had a lot of friends uh, around. There's a loud knock on your door. Uh, enter. Uh, oh, hello, Master Orm. This is your neighbor. Oh, Yes. Uh, so I heard a strange voice, and I was wondering if you knew if anything strange was going on. It's the Feywild, right? Oh, yes, I suppose that's true. <laughs> Is there anything else I can do for you? Uh, no, I don't <laughs> think so. Okay. Um, here, a gift for you. Oh, thank you. Hand her some fruit or something okay. that's been on my table. Oh, thank you. Yes. Have a good day. Leaves. <sighs> God, I hope that there's no other neighbors that he's been talking to. Well, he's been talking to someone. Uh, time to go meet the city council. The majority of the keep has been gathered at the central plaza and are waiting for a, a big announcement. Um, up on the stage is our already um, Manzanilla, Sapote, um, Felicia, and Lily. Um, Hendren kind of decided to keep little sparkle off to the side for now because people would be like, what's that bird thing? Mm. And that might, that might complicate the message. Mm -hmm. 
So she does get to be at the festivities, but they're not uh they're not making a big deal about her. I step up and address the crowd. Uh-huh. Eladrin, Wilden, Gnomes, today is a good day. Today is a positive day. I have been your arcane protector for the last five years. But it's time for me to move on. It's time for me to look for ways to uh, increase our numbers. It's time for me to find a way back to the natural world. It's time for me to step aside and let someone else be your arcane protector. (gasps) Fear not, though. You know Felicia. She's been with us since the beginning. You know she was one of my first students. You know what her capabilities are running the, uh, the spear. And so with the approval of the city council, Felicia will be taking over as your arcane protector. Yes, everyone. Yes, yes, yes. Replacing her as the head of the spear is Sapote. <gasps> He's a fine warrior. He's a fine tactician. He will keep order. He will keep you safe. Now, I know what you're all thinking. It's time for the festivities. Balloons, confetti, all start falling, raining down. Yep. I look at Hedron, shrug my shoulders. Look. He he kind of shrugs and says, "Oh yeah, that's cool." And then you can see him like put away his speech, like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so festivities. You guys are you know milling around and doing things, and people are coming up and talking to you guys. But any. Uh, final things that you want to do or say while the party's going on? Nope, I'm, like, eager to go. Okay. Uh, considering that he's put me off to the side, I know how to not make a scene when uh, that is the plan. Okay. I'll actually be making chit-chat with Little Sparkle about um, trying to find out more about the natural world and just asking a lot of curious questions about what her people are like and... Um, just knowledge-seeking type stuff. Okay. She's happy to talk. She doesn't seem to be much of a like scholar in, in any type of arcane fashion, but yeah, is a observe like is a is good at socializing. Sure. Uh, really, the the most interesting stuff that uh, Sapote gets out of her is that her like just from context of the way that she talks, her society works completely different from yours like more so than the eladrin like there appears to be a complete like no emphasis on like lines of succession or even like attainment of like arcane knowledge or like protecting groups other than like these weird economical groups or whatever it's very it like it's fascinating but there's like almost no touchstone for sapote So uh, the festivities continue for a while. Um, 
but eventually start winding down and uh Manzanilla comes over and basically gathers up uh Oram and uh, his apprentices and Felicia and Hendren uh come out um and then basically they uh head over to uh this place outside of the keep's mm-hmm. walls mm-hmm. Uh, a good ways away and uh Manzanilla says well we believe this is going to be the optimal place for this really Okay. And you have the spell ready? As ready as we can have it. Okay. I turn to uh, Sapote. Protect this city. Lead the spear correctly. Be, be prepared for anything that can happen. Make sure you have patrols out. Make sure you know that what the uh, what these people are capable of because there may be more. Felicia, guide this city. Well, I know you can do this. Uh, I I will master. I will protect the city with the same stoic ferocity that you have shown. Yes. And now you're the master. I suppose I am. That is intimidating. Yes, well, don't uh, don't don't go crazy with power. Oh, I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay, all right. Uh, Manzanilla, I'm ready. I turns to little little sparkle. Are you ready? Okay. All right. So some uh, Wilden, including Sapote and some Eladrin, gather up in a circle, um, and they start chanting and moving their arms and stuff and uh at first there is a shimmer uh then uh that shimmer grows to a point of light and then that point of light begins to expand into kind of a disc um and the disc settles on the ground and appears to be just kind of this royal of uh energy and has some amount of, like, smoke coming out of it. Did we just go through? Uh, They're busy chanting, but probably. Okay. I take one long look, last look at the uh, Feywild, and then uh, I look at Little Sparkle. After you. I'll walk on through. All right. And I also walk on through. All right, you walk the onto side. the desk, and you just like she just like falls through, and then you follow her. Yes. Okay. Um, the chanting stops. The glowing disappears, and then it's clear that those guys are gone. Um, and uh, Hendren is looking around, crosses his arms, nods. Good work. Good work, everyone. Start of a new, whole new thing here. I think we're going to be great. Um, You guys want to get back to the party? (laughs) And that wraps it up for this installment of Critical Hit. Thank you for downloading and listening and sharing this podcast with a friend. If you have questions, podcast at Majorspoilers.com. And if you would, take a moment and share your reviews over at iTunes. We really appreciate those five-star reviews. It does actually help us more than you know. 
Like I said earlier, no show on the weekend of August 1st. But until next time, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.